Hi guys, it's Vicky. This is Zone 7 and today I'm joined with Nina. Um, you're an actress and you do lots of amazing stuff. I looked through your Instagram, I'm so jealous, it all looks so cool. And um, hopefully you can delve into that, the stuff you have going on that you've done, some of the artistry. Um, why don't we start with what you're working on right now? Hopefully you are, I've put you on the spot. Yes. No, a couple of things. So I've just sort of come back from a tour of a production, which was some new writing. Um, and that was really cool. It sort of toured around the Cotswolds. So nice. it was really amazing actually like, kind of going to places I've really never been before. So that was lovely. Um, so sort of kind of coming back from that has been a bit weird. Yeah. But um, yeah, sort of working on some stuff that um, I worked on sort of early in the year. We're kind of hoping to bring it back. Um, so sort of revisiting some old things, which is exciting. But yeah, also kind of searching for new opportunities and things like that as well that's so cool to hear i think when people think of like acting they usually think like west end but i personally yes. think the most interesting acting happens where people aren't constantly going to performances and it's just yeah. this like appreciation of watching what they're doing without being sat there like well i would have done that yeah <laughs> <laughs> how did you find that did you think there was a massive difference between how you experience other areas or it was actually really weird because the, the biggest thing that we all noticed um, was the audience was really different. Really? In London, I think I've experienced quite kind of young audiences, mm. whereas the play we were doing, it was sort of based on a topic um, that I think affected kind of the older generation. So it was about <laughs> the arts and crafts movement um, mm. in the Cotswolds in sort of Edwardian times. And it's not something that I had really ever known about. Um, and so kind of, performing to a group of people that you're really unsure how they're gonna yeah. react and how they're gonna sort of take things and they just they would laugh at things that in rehearsal rooms we hadn't found funny mm -hmm. or sort of things like that um but it was really amazing actually I think I think in London you can kind of be sucked into this bubble mm. um and actually to to remember that there's so much art yeah. and creativity existing kind of outside it is really really nice actually such a big part of acting is like immersing yourself to this like really niche area yes. and then it's over and then you're like right I've got this like wealth of knowledge on this that I'm probably never going to use again <laughs> yeah. do you find you have like these areas of expertise and stuff that you're never never going to use in your real yes. life massively I mean I guess it's kind of not that different to like school like when have we ever needed to learn about like algebra or photosynthesis yeah. or something but I quite like it I think it's yeah. so much fun to kind of delve into these areas that like as you say that you just never yeah would have thought of it's kind of actually one of my favorite parts of the process is kind of getting to grips with the background and things like that yeah like really immersing yourself yeah I feel like the big question for actors is like are you a method actor I I, I think there's um there's definitely like there's obviously reasons why people do it but yeah I think it's I think it's good to if, especially I was playing a a real person right in the in the thing i just did and i think if you're doing that it's so important to know as much as you, as you possibly can and to kind of imagine yourself in that mm. sort of um experience but so far i have not yet sort of tried the method yeah it should be interesting but <laughs> I, I see i think because i do this thing where i adopt a borat accent and i can't for the life of me get out of it and so i literally That's sometimes need to be shaken back into my room like it's borat <laughs> <laughs> like i'm so hoping that that doesn't stick with the rest of it because then like, i hope it does like, <laughs> imagine the rest of it's like i'm borat yeah, yeah. i'm like i'm literally scared to do it um 
<laughs> I can't click out of it. And yes. <laughs> obviously really annoying. And I'm also really bad at accents and I'll get stuck in those. Like I had um, a Scottish um, head teacher and I was doing a Scottish accent really badly. And she just happened to walk past the ho- it, like through the hall and hear me oh, no. and start speaking to me. And she's like, you're making fun of me. And I was like, no, if I speak, I am yeah. in trouble. <laughs> and so like, I would, I feel like my acting would be method, not on purpose. It would just, it would just happen. <laughs> At the same time, like, you know, learning what you do, it, it does completely change you yeah. like every experience does. So do you feel almost that there's performances that you've done where you've walked away from it feeling like I've got a different outlook on this or? Massively, yeah. Um, we did a sort of it was like a two-week run but not every day and um i the the character changed so much from that first performance into the sort of the last one like just hugely i think it's also it's that thing of nerves and and you're kind of that can really affect how you perform and kind of everything you've sort of pre-planned just goes out Mm -hmm. the window entirely um so yeah I, i think that's kind of the luxury when you have a, a longer run of something that you can really find your character and kind of, yeah. but when you're in sort of a short run, it's quite weird because you mm. kind of feel quite a lot of pressure to yeah. to get it quite quickly. Yeah. And to really settle into it. Yeah. I think my kind of dream would be to watch a long performance, like once a week, every week it's run yeah. and see how and the characters how it... change. Do you find that you've had characters you're particularly drawn to? Yes. Sort of my, my first ever thing I did at university um it was a brilliant sort of piece of new writing with student writing um it's called was called the parliament and it was based on five characters um and it was sort of about how they were as children and then also yeah. how they developed into adults and kind of you, you met them in two points of their life and I think that was really interesting because you you felt like you'd grown up with mm-hmm. this person because you you were playing them sort of as maybe not children but sort of 16 and then also yeah. kind of 30 so you were yeah. really I, I felt so I felt like Fen the character I was playing was a real person I felt yeah. so protective yeah. like over her it was really weird actually it was quite bizarre sort of how important they become um, to you yeah. yeah and the other thing I've always been really obsessed about and acting specifically stage acting mm. has been that you kind of create a family as you're touring especially can you speak to that like that relationship oh it's so weird it's so weird like I think the hardest thing is is spending that amount of time with people and then knowing Mm -hmm. that you'll never have that experience again sort of no matter even if you redo the play it won't be the same or there'll be someone different or so yeah I've this this cast especially I think we because all of us were in a new place mm. um, and some of them knew each other beforehand. So there was kind of a level of familiarity between everyone. Yeah. Um, and it was quite an intense process. We sort of had two and a half weeks to rehearse and it was sort of a very long script and kind of, and because no one else had played these characters before, it's because it's new writing, I think we all had a real kind of attachment to it. And then, yeah. and you, you do just form these relationships that feel so kind of important and and it's your whole life for that yeah. kind of time yeah. um for those two and a half weeks they're the only people you really see like the only people you really chat to you, yeah. you kind of you go out with them you you have food with them you, you as you know you yeah it's just very sort of communal so yeah i it's probably it's my favorite and my least favorite part 
about acting is the getting to know and then having to let go of that. Let go. It's so weird. Yeah, I always find like you know if we're doing a series of movies, for example, like a trilogy, mm. like the Hunger Games. How do you walk away from those friendships? Right? I would personally be like, no, we had to do number four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't keep it going. Keep it going. Like, I need to be here forever. No, I wouldn't know who to walk away from that. No. And have you experienced like? almost like you've typecast yourself. Do you look for roles that you're comfortable in or that challenge you, or is it just purely based on if you like the character and the play? I think I definitely went through a period, especially when I was at drama school, of having absolutely no idea yeah. what I was meant to do, who I was meant to be typecast as, sort of. I I think I like playing quite difficult characters. Right, yeah. But what I've realised is I quite often get cast as innocent characters yeah. sort of or, or kind of quite sort of surface level um and that became quite frustrating until I realized you know it's your job as an actor if you're given a character that seems surface level like it's your job to yeah, make them not yeah, yeah. <laughs> which in itself is difficult and challenging so I find typecasting as a thing really interesting because I'm still trying to work out mm. how it's like how best to use it to your advantage in the yeah. industry i guess how do you explain if you even bother to the people in your life about the success of your career <laughs> i think i'm i think i'm very lucky because my parents and sort of my family are incredibly supportive so my my mum's dad was an actor and so she kind of grew up with right. that and um and so I've never sort of had to kind of um, justify it to them. I mean, yeah. me and my sister have this sort of joke that whereas most parents would be like to them, like, are you sure you don't want to study law? Or are you yeah. sure you don't want to do science? When like my sister decided to not go into acting or directing, they were like, are you okay? Like, <laughs> are you sure? Do you, need, do you want to do a master's? <laughs> like, do you want that? So they're kind of, I think the opposite opposites kind of um a ster the stereotype I guess yeah. that's out there. But yeah, so I'm 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 very, very lucky in in that I am have incredibly understanding yeah. and supportive people. I also know quite a lot of people who are in different kind of creative industries. So sort of yeah. graphic design or kind of um like music industry and stuff. So I think there's a camaraderie. <laughs> yeah. The understanding of like it's all tough. Yeah. Any work is good work. Yeah. And at the end of the day that like, you're doing it because you love it. Exactly. So getting to be on stage, you're getting to perform, getting to act. It's such a privilege. Like, yeah. it's such a privilege. Um, yeah. I, I guess a big part of that also is like, everyone talks about it, is the rejection. It's so hard. I mean, it's part it's of why tough. I gave up acting when I was 16. I had a teacher who was just like to me, like, I didn't like your performance in this play. She wasn't part of it, like creating it just watched it and decided to reach out with her opinion and I was like you know what I'm done now, <laughs> that's it for me you know, I, I have had you... those moments I don't know what you were planning on achieving with that comment but you've ended my acting yeah. career just congratulations you know. well done <laughs> yeah and I guess I'm I've always been like that where it's yeah. like, it just takes one no and I'm out <laughs> so how do you like how do you deal with that how do you remove your self-worth from a no it's hard and I would say I don't have the answer but I don't know that many people who do like it, it it's such an annoying thing to hear but it definitely does get easier with time yeah. um and you start to learn like the reasons that you're rejected aren't necessarily because 
they don't like you, it's because you don't have this one thing or yeah. they've got a very specific image or... And I think when I, I now have a story that I always tell myself when something happens like this, when you get rejected, I had just got rejected from this really, really cool project that I really wanted. Yes. And I had come out of drama school about sort of three months prior. I was feeling so lost, so confused, didn't know my place in the industry at all. And I was so upset and I was having a real rant to like my mum being like, I never want to be an actor. Like yeah. I'm just never gonna get any roles. This is awful. I just never gonna be on stage again. And then about half an hour went by after I'd gotten this rejection email and I got a message from a friend being like, would you like to play Juliet in a uh, production of Romeo and Juliet that I'm uh, producing? And I was like, yes. I'm ready, I'm back, I'm back, I'm <laughs> yeah, ready. I would, thank you very much. I love acting, it's amazing, it's yeah. ever. So I think it, it's such a journey and you just have to remind yourself that, you know, my, my drama tutor always used to say, things that are for you will not go by you. Yeah, and I, it's, I don't know if I believe it, but it's a nice thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I used to have it, what's meant for me will never miss me, yeah. like on the back of my door. Yeah. Was, I was like 13, nothing Those was missing me, everything, <laughs> everything was decided for me, I don't know what. Yeah. But it is nice to almost feel like the universe, or like if if there's religion involved, that something higher up yeah. is looking out for you, right? I think finding whatever means of comfort is, is important because it is a really tough industry and there's kind of, there's no two ways about it, which is yeah. the kind of the crappy answer, but you will get rejected. And sometimes those rejections will hurt more yeah. than others. And sometimes you'll get the role and like, but it, it is tough and I and I, I think it will always be hard even if it gets yeah. easier, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I always tell myself like, I'll understand later. Yeah, that was a really good one. I really badly wanted to get into this university mm. and my partner got in. And so I watched him like live my dream. And I was like, oh my God, how horrific. I can't yeah. believe my life. But then I ended up getting a job during uni that I really liked. Yeah. And so we came out of it, he had a degree and was like tired all the time and I had a bunch of money saved up. <laughs> and I was like, well, 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 I'm feeling quite smileless up right now. And I still got the experience of that university yeah. because I was with him all the time. And so whenever now I experience rejection, I'm just like, I'll understand later. I love that. And I'm like, future me will have more yeah. information about it. And I, you have to self-soothe almost. Absolutely. So yeah. You so do. I couldn't agree more. Like, I think it's absolutely fine to also have days where things feel really crap. Yes. And you, I think there's like, there's almost like sort of, I don't know, toxic positivity where it's yeah, like yeah. you have to be okay all the time you have to and I think it's so healthy to actually just have days where you're like do you know what the yeah. world sucks right now and I'm just yeah. gonna I'm gonna let myself wallow in it for a yeah. little bit and if you're 100% sure about what you're doing 100% of the time then you're not you're experiencing delusion like yeah. <laughs> if you're not self-doubting <laughs> you're not evaluating hard enough the choices that you're Completely. making Completely. so there's always going to be that back and forth yeah and the other thing that always fascinated me about acting was almost like that your closest people, because obviously there's like, mm. you're in theatre, so you're spending yeah. time with, there's also like, she could take the role I want, or like, we're both yeah. here for the same role. Yeah. How do you make sure that doesn't affect your friendships, your personal relationships? Yeah, it's it's tough. It's yeah. really hard um, because it will happen that kind of your friends will be similar typecasts to you or yeah. being put up for similar auditions to you and I think comparison is like 
the worst. Mm. Um, and like, I think it's the same with rejection that like, it, it will probably always be there. Yeah. But you, it is such an important thing to kind of try and distance yourself from. Mm. Um, I think I remember I had a friend who went up for this role that I really wanted and she got so far into the sort of casting process. It was amazing, actually, because she'd literally just come up of drama school and I, I didn't. And at the time, I was so jealous. And I was so kind of like, oh, what does she have that I don't have? And then I was yeah. like, this is one of the people you love most in the world. Like, why on earth would you be unhappy for her success? And like, if it was any other industry or any other, if you were in different industries, you would be so over the yeah. moon and so happy for this person. And that was a real kind of wake up call to sort of not let the horrible sides of the industry kind of overtake or cloud your kind of vision. Yeah. Um, and luckily for me, that happened quite early on in my kind of career. And since then, I've sort of always kind of gone back to that as kind of like a, you don't want to be that person. Yeah. Like you want to be happy for the people you love. And like yeah. if, if if an industry is making you think that way, I don't think it's worth it. I think you yeah. need to take a step back because that could that could ruin yes, things. friendships. And friendships are so much like more important and longer lasting so than a single more. role. Yeah. The amount of people that go for a single job application is actually on average more than the amount of people that go for a single like role. Wow. And but we feel we feel like there's less opportunity with acting mm. because there's only so much you can consume. Like you know out there that there's a bunch of accountants yeah. <laughs> and there's a bunch of lawyers. And so in your head, there's this like plenty. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I could get a job accounting. Uh, try it. It's right. impossible. <laughs> um, and then we think like, oh, well, I've watched seven shows. I've yeah. related to two of the characters in all of those. So that's me against however many people, only two roles that I yeah. like. <laughs> and so we almost kind of like mystify it for so ourselves completely. and make it all seem so much harder. Yeah, do you find that there's like, uh, I thought that I might be there by now kind of. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's that thing, like you think, you think you're gonna get the Netflix role, like you just do. Um, but I think it kind of links back to what we were talking about with like success and like realizing that what you thought of maybe two years ago yeah. as success isn't actually the same as what it is now. What it is now, and yeah. I think that's I think that's okay. I think I think it's it's oh, it sounds kind of wanky, but it's just you just always need to be kind to yourself. Yeah. It's kind of what I've learned from this. I say that so much to my friends nowadays. I'm like, the world is cruel enough. Right? I think I'm just, I'm going to give myself a pass. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And there's so much negativity that comes with like those big yeah. goals and that big fame. You get to do what you want to do. Yeah. And you get to make money off it. Yeah. And it's an incredible world. At the same time, you don't have like people knocking down your garden door. Oh, I know. In. Yeah. Which sounds horrific. I mean... I'm a narcissist, so it sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, I kind of love it. But you I mean, I'm putting my address out there. Yeah. Come visit me. Um, but at the same time, it also sounds like absolutely horrific that you lose yeah. agency of your own life and it's a, it's a give and a take. But yeah, it's really fascinating to hear your opinion on it. That it's just, you're lucky enough to be doing yeah. what you want to be doing. Yeah, I think one of, at drama school, our kind of our head of course said to us like, you were so lucky to be able to do this job. There are so many people who don't want to be doing what they're doing, but mm. need to. And like, yeah. just be grateful that 
you're allowed this opportunity. Yeah. And that's really stuck with me um, because obviously when it goes well, but it, it's an amazing job. It's so much fun. You get to meet new people, create things, share them with like new audiences. It's it's such a cool job. But I think having gratitude for it yeah. is really important. And that thing you said about create is I've... The reason I start this podcast, I want to talk to a creatives. Mm. And I've started like trying to define what creatives means to yeah. me. So I'm like, well, you're just making anything. Like my boyfriend likes computers and he comes up with these amazing patterns that like move by themselves. I'm like yeah. mesmerized by them. Yeah. Do you want to be on a podcast? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I started realizing that I think we just all have this human need to create, but you feel proud of what we've created. Yeah. And then the people that we care about enjoying what we've created yeah. and so that's got to be I guess that's the message I'm trying to get out there is that it's got to be a bigger part of why we create the goal has to be separate from like a metric or, yes do you know what I mean completely I'd love to hear about like your preparation behind some of maybe your more exciting or your more challenging roles mm. how you work through because sometimes you just get to the stage and I'm not ready I think it definitely varies on the character but if, if it's sort of like a relatively new character and there's, there's not that much sort of about them in the script, I really like to make up their whole life story. Yeah. I think when I was younger, I really wanted to be a, like a writer. Um, and so I, I have a wacky imagination. Like I yeah. kind of love kind of coming up with all of like, I don't know, their, their childhood trauma. Yeah, trauma, <laughs> childhood memory. Yeah. Um, I find that really interesting and I mean it makes it harder to say goodbye to them mm. that's what we were talking about before at the end of the process but yeah I love kind of creating a whole sort of backstory for them and things yeah. like that it's almost like you add on to the writing you're like yeah, oh, really I knew fun. this is what you've said to them and but I also I think, think yeah. <laughs> um I I think that's really fascinating and I guess that's a good point where you can work with the writer like is this aligning yeah it's not like because obviously everything that you then develop that character with it informs your acting like if you're imagining that they're scared of a certain character and meanwhile they're like besties yeah <laughs> it's kind of difficult yeah do you find that you work together with people you're acting against in order to yes so i one of like i think the best things about acting is being i don't know you get proven wrong so often yeah and it's great once you learn to like accept it like we would do these exercises sort of at drama school, so I've sort of done them in, in plays as well, where you would do the scene and you would go in with the exact idea of how you want this to go. And someone else would just give you something so different. And it's sort of your decision whether you go with it or whether you think, no, I don't think you're quite right, but allowing yourself just to be taken yeah. in an entirely different direction is so kind of, I guess enlightening like yeah. allowing yourself to be like no that person actually had a much better idea than me <laughs> yeah and I feel like a good place to do that is the acting space where it's also mm. vulnerable yeah and so sometimes you can just be like oh, you know what you got it better than I did yeah and that's okay and I'm like, learning from you yeah thank you for being part of that process yes oh that's great do you have any characters that like stand out to you that you've done yes so I loved Juliet when I played her, we I played her in um, it was sort of a it's a queer adaption, so it was Rosalie and Juliet, but mm -hmm. still with like the original text. Um, but the director and I really worked on trying to kind of find strength within her, yeah, and that was really interesting because 
I don't think she's written this way, but I think she can often be directed as quite sappy and naive. Yeah. And and actually, a lot of the time, she's the driving force in sort of sort of conversations that she has with Romeo. A lot of the time, she's kind of she's the one saying, yeah, kind of putting him in his place and saying, no, this is what I want. And yeah. and I think kind of finding those lines and and really sort of trying to bring out kind of her fierceness was really fun so definitely definitely her it's always interesting challenging the status quo like making a real statement because i yeah i had real trouble like growing up but i was reading the text and then people were like oh she's being so weak in this moment like, you've completely understood the way that women can use their strength yeah you're expecting her to like swear up yeah <laughs> grab a gun right but there's like and I guess that's part of a wider conversation of how do we perceive strength in mm. women and in men. Yeah. Um, but it's so nice to hear that that's being challenged and that you yeah. were a part of that. That must have been. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was really fun, um, actually. And and yeah, I didn't really know what to expect because sort of the the other Shakespeare characters I played are um, I played Lady Macbeth mm. at drama school, and she's so she's so obviously yeah. fierce and strong and so kind of I actually use the process of that when kind of working with Juliet because it it's very interesting to have such different female characters yeah but yeah kind of working out how they could link and sort of stuff like that that's kind of fun do you do both theatre and on screen yeah yes which do you prefer theatre theatre yeah yeah I think there's there is like brilliance in both mm -hmm. um but that i do think they're really different acting styles styles and forms yeah. and i have never done any screen stuff and the first screen thing i did is truly the worst acting you <laughs> will ever see because i had no idea what to do with my eyes what to do with my hands sort of i had no idea which how much of me was in frame and kind of where to yeah. look and view like i i don't know oh my god it was it was awful and so that happened and then it really put me off mm. screen acting for quite a while because I was like, this is the worst. Thing. It's so technical, right? Oh, it's so technical because you yeah. have to have your mark and, and I'm actually quite bad with that because if I think about one thing for too long and then forget the lines or I don't know. Yeah. Um, so they're just the very, very different styles. Um, mm. I've definitely got more used to screen acting and knowing that you kind of need to everything just needs to be slightly smaller it it picks up everything and so you have to be so aware not that you don't in theater but i think in theater it's almost like a bit more overstated because you need to reach the back row the yeah. theater and you and you've got to like use your voice and whereas yeah. it, on screen like you're obviously mic'd and things like that and, and i remember the first things i did i just shouted a lot because i'm so <laughs> used to yeah i have quite a on stage quite a quiet voice so my main note literally in any production I've been is just reach louder. the back yeah. louder louder and so when we did screen the sound guy was like Nina no 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 you're like blowing my levels <laughs> I'm having to turn down the mic yeah. so if you could oh that's so interesting it's it's fascinating I, I think I find it really interesting when I see a traditionally screen actor do theatre or a traditionally theatre yeah. actor do screen acting I feel like you can f see when they're more comfortable doing yeah. it than the other. Yeah. And I feel the real chameleons that can do both. I'm like, so I respect you so I know, much. I know. Yeah. I just think there's something, there's something about stage for me that's so, 
I think it's not actually just about kind of, you know, what's on stage. It's like the process behind it yeah. as well that I think I just love. I mean, like being on set and obviously is is really fun as well. But I don't know, like I just love like intervals or like just hanging out with people yeah. backstage is like kind of one of the best things ever. So also like with acting on screen, there's so many takes. You can go again and again. Unless yeah. you're filming on like film and it's a yeah. Wes Anderson movie, in which case get it right for that yeah. time. But on theatre it's like I can't believe like I can't take that back like it said or sometimes you wish you could (laughs) sometimes you really have someone in a time machine now time to get it out oh my god it almost like I don't know the stakes feel higher yeah yeah and so it, it all feels more intense um but at the same time I guess like nowadays they film performances but it's like well, if it's bad, it's never walking out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's out there forever, which I guess, like, co- always concentrates the passion mm. for theatre, which I think is so interesting. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. I read this critique recently where it's like, you can tell when someone's a new actor because the way they're acting it is they put on a mask. And you can tell someone's a good actor, like, uh, they spent time with it when they've almost put on the shoes. So, it's almost like, Ooh, with the that's mask, very it's good. Like, that's good. I like that. <laughs> um, it's like, it's very surface level when you first start it's like you constantly yeah. you can see like people processing how they would act whereas if you just kind of slip into a character and then you become a human version of that character yeah. it all becomes so genuine because there isn't almost that like millisecond where you're processing yeah yeah and I think it's such a powerful thing and also like when people get like known for a role mm. people start referring to them as that role yeah. it's like you did it really well well done yeah <laughs> it might be tough like no one uses your name but but also well done. you acted <laughs> yeah like you did the thing you did the thing <laughs> no that's i don't know and also i i tried to say like i'm not a critic because mm. i can't do any of the things yeah I'm watching people do and so when i say that like, someone looks like a young actor or like someone has acted well i just feel like this is connected with me yeah yeah i relate that's how i might have done it i think acting is really weirdly subjective because it feels like it shouldn't be yeah it feels like you should i don't know you should be able to it should be universal what makes something yeah but i think acting is so subjective like i will watch something with friends or family and come out having just entirely different opinions and i think it's what you say it's if you connect with it and if that feels real and sort of um, natural to you or understandable even to you um and that could just be so different from yeah. person sitting next, next to you literally yeah. what have you got coming up what can people come see you in there's some things i can't say oh that's so <laughs> exciting though <laughs> um but there are there are things happening happening yes um it's actually a big part of the industry is kind of not being able to say anything say like, what you're doing you don't jinx anything you don't want to jinx it you don't jinx it but um you'll tell me when it's when it, you're yes, allowed to and yes. i will share it yeah <laughs> and it will be absolutely incredible and i will come watch Thank hopefully you. it's in person so you can otherwise i'll just be on set like <laughs> i want a coffee <laughs> It's been so nice talking Thank to you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. It's been so nice kind of relating yeah, to what yeah. you said and kind of feeling 16 again of like, maybe I should pick up a script. Maybe you should though. Put the Borat voice back. <laughs> but there's there's never a bad time. Yeah. Like I went to drama school with people who were 40 and 50 yeah. and had had entirely different careers. Yeah. And it was really beautiful to watch them kind of 
get out the shell. Yeah, and reconnect yeah. with something that they, they were interested in when they were younger, but weren't sure if they could make a career out of it. Yeah. Like, I think it's brilliant. So oh, it's been so nice talking to you. Up that script. And maybe you'll see me coming to a theatre in Cotswold. It's a great place to act. I'll tell you that now. I love it for holidays, but yeah, it's been so nice <laughs> speaking to you, Nina. Thank you so much.